What's up, youth? It's Pastor Aaron. Stoked for you guys to listen to this message. Check it out. Uh, my message this morning is titled, Be Intentional. Be Intentional. I'm talking about being intentional in our relationship with God. Um, how many of you guys have a ton of fun summer plans? How many of you guys have like a busy summer? You have like something every week. You have camps. You have maybe your VBS. Maybe you're going on vacation. Maybe you're visiting friends, all this stuff. A lot of you. How many of you guys have a summer where you have like nothing? You're like, I am resting. I'm not doing anything Marcelino in the booth does. Yeah. You're like, I am sitting at home for three straight months and not going to school. Anybody? Just Marcelino? Cool. I had a lot of summers um, in both ways like that as a kid. Um, summer is a lot of time. I had a lot of time for fun, stuff like that. Uh, we have summer camp, um, which this week, you know that scene in SpongeBob? Uh, we'll see if I'm old or not. You guys know that scene in SpongeBob when Plankton is like, going to kick it into maximum overdrive. And he like, this is the thing, he's singing the hamburger. Yeah, a couple of you guys. Wow, only high schoolers knew what that was. Now I feel really old. Oh, and Luke, you know what it is too? Nice. Yeah, William does too. Sweet. Uh, I guess I'm not that old. That's, that's beautiful. Um, but yeah, this week, Aaron and I are going to, and Chase are kicking it into maximum overdrive for camp prep because it's only, it's less than a month out, guys. Less than one month, which is very exciting. Very scary for me to help plan it. But I'm excited. It'll be here. It's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, summer, a lot of things to do. Um, on a different note, when I was in high school, played high school baseball, my coach always said this thing, that in terms of baseball, every day you either get better or you get worse. You either get better at baseball every day or you get worse every day. You never just, you're never like just the same. You either practice one day and you get better or you take a day off practice and you get worse. And while I think our relationship with God is different, I think there's something similar in the sense that in every season, like every literal season, summer, spring, winter, fall, Every season of your life, whether you're going through a couple months of a hard patch or a really cool, fun, easy stretch or something like that, in every season we're in, it's really you either get closer to God or you get farther away. You can't just do nothing and think, okay, I'm just going to be totally the same. You either get closer to God or you get farther away in every season. And um, the summer is one of those seasons where it's like, okay, I can either really, really grow in my relationship with the Lord or I can start to kind of move farther away. And, um, yeah, I'll talk about summer more in a second, but going back to the idea of being intentional, how many of you guys know what being intentional means? Some of you? Okay. Um, one of the only messages I really remember from youth group as a middle schooler or high schooler was about being intentional. Um, in youth group, I went to youth, like, all seven years of middle school and high school, and I heard probably two messages a week, which I did the math. It's, like, 100 messages a year times seven minus, let's say, like, 100 or 200 for, like, times it wasn't here. Like, I probably heard, like, 500 or 600 messages from youth from when I was in middle school and high school, and I remember, like, five or six of them. Um, you don't rem- I don't remember, like, all the little messages here and there. I remember, like, what the Lord did in my life. But there are only a handful of messages I actually remember. One of them was about being intentional. Um, and intentional, what that means, what being intentional looks like is being conscious or deliberate or acting with purpose. It means you're doing something with intention. It means you're not just going through. It's like the opposite of going through the motions. Do you guys know what that phrase means, going through the motions? Going through the motions means you're just kind of doing things. You're letting things come, like, hit you as they come. You're not really thinking about it. You're just, like, kind of walking through your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, through Sunday. Being intentional is the opposite of that. Being intentional is doing something with purpose. And in terms of your relationship with the Lord, being intentional, what that sort of looks like is prioritizing it. It looks like putting it first. And before I really get into some of, like, the meat of my message, what I want to make clear before I start talking about what it really looks like to be intentional is that this isn't a message saying, like, you have to do all these things to be close to God. It's not a message saying you have to work really hard to be close to God. 
Um, there's plenty of verses in the Bible where it talks about that. I could talk about um, how in James it talks about how faith without works is dead. But the passage that I think is actually really, really applicable is in Matthew 6. Um, it's in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is like most famous, one of his first messages. Um, and in verse 6, he says, But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And skipping down to verse 33, uh, Jesus says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Um, so verse 6, where it talks about praying in secret and working your relationship with the Lord by yourself, that's like an image early on in the New Testament of what it looks like to be intentional in our faith with God. Actually separating yourself from everything and praying with the Lord and being in relationship with him. And verse 33, when it talks about seeking the kingdom of God, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God. It doesn't say seek the kingdom of God when you're free time. It doesn't say seek the kingdom of God when you feel like it or when it's easy. It says seek first. In every season, whether it's easy, whether it's hard, whether you're busy, whether your plate is empty, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Um, so yeah, I just want to make clear, like this isn't a message saying you have to do all these things to be close to God and then you'll be fine. You have to do all these things and then you'll be saved. No, you're not saved by your works. However, having a relationship with God is important. Jesus is commanding us to seek his kingdom first and to spend time with him. Um, and a lot of this message comes from the last little season that I've been in. Uh, the last couple of weeks of EBS and work and all these things have been really, really busy for me. And typically, I try to be really, really intentional about my relationship with, the God, with God. It's something that I feel like I've started to become really good at. But the last couple of weeks, I've been so busy that I wasn't intentional about it that within the last two weeks, I felt like I really didn't spend time with God on my own outside of being at church and being at work and doing things. Um, and it showed. I was more irritable. I was more frustrated. I was more in my head. I had more anxiety. I was more tired. I was just all over the map because I wasn't anchored to the Lord the last couple of weeks. My faith, my relationship with God, it wasn't non-existent. Like, I was still praying on my own a little bit and, you know, working and doing things and spending time with God, like, a little bit. But I wasn't intentional about it. I didn't have a specific set-aside time to seek after the Lord. Um, and I was, it was harder to hear his voice, and I was confused and frustrated, but God reminded me why I was that way, why I was frustrated, why I, why I had a couple hard weeks, why I was kind of in a space where I was um, more irritable and stuff like that. The first way he reminded me was in VBS. I feel like I encouraged my group of sixth graders. Okay, there's actually some of you guys here. Do you guys remember, like, the last couple weeks? I mentioned it a couple times where I said, spend time with God on your own. Yeah, I feel like when I was saying that, the Lord was like, well, yeah, but like these weeks you've been really busy and haven't. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, I need to do that. Um, and so that was one way. Um, and the other way is I had a conversation with a student last week. Uh, he had just gone to like a summer camp and he was talking to me about his camp high and all the things that the Lord did in his life over this church camp he went to. And he was like, we were talking about like how to like make that not just something that happens at camp. You're like being close to God. And the first things that came out of my mouth were like, you have to be really intentional about spending time with the Lord. Like, even because it's really easy right now, but then it'll be harder later on. You have to spend time with God and actually have purpose to do it. And in my head, as I was saying that, I was like, and I still haven't done that this week, really. Um, so there were two times, this, like the last two weeks, where I felt convicted about it. Where my relationship with God, like I said, it wasn't non-existent, but it definitely could have and should have been higher in my priority, priority list to spend time with the Lord. Um, so something I've really been reminded of the last couple of weeks um, is to not let a busy season get in the way of your relationship with God. 
And this is the part that kind of ties back to summer that I was talking about earlier. Summer is literally one of the best times to spend time with the Lord. It is one of the best times to press into to God's presence. You have no school holding you back. You have no homework taking up your free time. I know in middle school and high school, part of the reason why I wasn't super intentional was because I put it on my homework. Yeah, I had a lot of homework, but I could have spent time with the Lord anyway. But summer, you don't have that excuse. It's an excuse. You don't have it. Um, Maybe being at school is hard for you. Maybe you don't have that many friends at school. Maybe you don't like being in those social situations, and that kind of makes it hard for you to even think about God. Over the summer, you don't have that. Over the summer, you have so much free time to be able to spend just a little bit of time with the Lord. But summer can also be one of the hardest times if you're not intentional. Like I said, there's a lot of fun things we do over the summer. Camps, sports, vacations, time with friends, hanging out, all that stuff, which are all good on their own. Like, there is nothing bad about those things. There's nothing bad about going to a baseball camp for a week and practicing. There's nothing bad about going on vacation for two weeks with your family. That's really, really good. There's nothing bad about spending a lot of more time with friends over the summer. Like, that's literally why you have that break. But if you're not intentional about spending time with the Lord, you'll start to kind of drift away from it over the summer. I've seen it both ways in youth. I've seen students who make their summer, like, the priority to spend time with God. And that doesn't mean that they don't have a life. They still have all those fun things. They go on vacation. They spend time with friends. They go to camps. They do all this stuff. They maybe have a summer job, like all those things. But spending time with the Lord is like first on their priority list. I, I know students who are like, man, this summer, like this is my goal to actually get close to God. And like that's the time when you have like the window to set up a, a routine for your school year. Um, I know students too who don't do that. I know students who, like, during the school year, they get to the end of the school year, they've been in youth for, like, eight months, they've been spending time in prayer and in their word, they're like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm on fire for the Lord, and then they're gone for three months, and it's like their relationship with the Lord is gone, because they based it all around just being at church, and your relationship with God is not just in this room. Your relationship with the Lord, like, if, if anything, this room is just a place for you to hear, to, to strengthen it, and to be in community with other people, but your relationship with the Lord is not the youth odd. It's not The Rock, it's not Danville, it's not this church or whatever church you end up going to when you're older. It's literally outside of that. This is not what anchors you to it. This might help keep you steady, but what anchors you to it is your time with the Lord on your own. Being intentional with God outside of your time at church is where you actually start to grow your faith. Um, those times were like, you start to kind of drift away from the Lord and not spend time with him for a few weeks, a couple months, a year. I don't know what it looks like. Those are when the enemy starts to try to sneak in. That's because that's when it's easy. That's when it's, you kind of open up doors where, and not even intentionally. Those aren't even doors that you open up like, okay, yeah, like, sure, I'll go do this thing. But like, they just kind of start to, the enemy just kind of starts to sneak in. Starts, you start to be a little bit more open to giving into fear and anxiety. You start to be a little bit more open to temptation just a little, and then all of a sudden, you haven't spent time with God for all three months of your summer. You're, you're, maybe you have anxiety. Maybe you are giving into sin. Maybe you're worried. Maybe all these things happen to you. I'm not saying that over your life. I rebuke those things in Jesus' name, but what I am saying is that that can happen if you're not spending time with God. But I want to encourage you this morning that you can have a fun summer. You can do all these things. You can have a fun year. You can have a super busy summer, but still be really, really intentional about your time with the Lord. There are three ways, actually, there are, I, there was one that came in my head earlier. There's three or four ways, if I remember the one that popped in my head five minutes ago, I'll say it. Um, there are three or four ways that you can be really intentional about your time with God this summer. And my message is going to be, I'm literally, I only have five or ten minutes left. And then we're going to have some ministry time and move into worship. Um, the first is to set specific time aside. 
Put it down in your calendar. Like, okay, Monday from 9 to 10 a.m., this is my time with God. Um, my, I, was talk, I went to dinner with my family last night, and this is, uh, I was talking to my mom about what I was speaking about, and she was saying how um, one of her pastors has, like, a window in his calendar every day where, like, that's his time with God, and, like, it's, it's like, sacred. Like, you're not, you're not breaking up that time. And I'm not saying it has to look like that. Like, for me, what it looks like is my, on my, my weekend is Monday, Tuesday, so my Sabbath, I try, I try to make Monday. Sometimes it's Tuesday. Um, I'm not perfect about it. But what I try to do on one of my two days on my weekend is have, like, a time with God right after I eat breakfast that is just, like, unbridled. Like, there is no limit to it. Like, that is how I spend, like, my Sabbath. It's just like, okay, I'm spending time with God. I'm praying. I'm waiting. I'm listening. I'm reading my Bible. I'm worshiping. Like, that's my time with the Lord. And then outside of that, I'm in the prayer room four, days, four or five days a week four days a week from 9 to 10 a.m. I'm praying on my own. I've started to try to, like, spend time with the Lord um, on my own a little bit at night, too. haven't done that the last two weeks, like I said. But during uh, the month of May, I was good about that. Um, But whether it's literally waking up five or ten minutes early before school, for summer, maybe because summer you're sleeping in, maybe it's just the first thing you do. I know for me, you have to figure out what works for you, too. For me, I know people who are like, man, the first thing I want to do is spend time with Jesus. For me, when I wake up, I'm like, what? Like, even if I get, like, 10 hours of sleep, I'm like, I'm not on this planet. Um, and I, like, if I, my brain's, like, not engaged. So for me, what works for me, like I said, is I'll wake up, go on my phone, go eat breakfast, you know, brush my teeth, all that stuff. But the first thing I do after I eat break, breakfast, the first thing I do on my weekend when I'm really awake is spend time with God. Um, figure out what works for you. And once you do figure out what works for you, like, put it in your calendar. Make sure it's a time where you're like, okay, that's my time. And there's not, like, a, some religious, legalistic thing about it. Like, sometimes on a Monday, like, there's plans. Like, the Warriors parade is tomorrow because of the NBA championship, and tomorrow's Monday, and I'm going to that parade. But you better believe that on Tuesday I'm going to be spending time with God because I need that time to anchor me. Um, and it's a reminder for myself to do that. Um, but, yeah, set specific time aside because if you don't, like, you'll forget if you're just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it, like, some morning this weekend, some morning this week, you'll forget about it. Write it down in your journal. Write it down in your calendar. Make it uh, be intentional about it. That's the word I started off this message with and want to repeat. Be intentional about it. Because if you don't do it with intention, if you just go through the motions, it's not going to be super important to you. You have to be intentional about setting specific time aside with the Lord. The second thing is to bring your Bible and journal with you literally everywhere. Um, and I don't just mean your phone. Maybe for some of you, your phone works, but I think for most of us, including myself, I can't have my Bible be like my phone app because I just get distracted. Someone will send a text, it'll drop down, I'll start texting someone, I'll go on my Instagram, some comic book website, a sports page, whatever it is, like I will get distracted. So a couple years ago, when I I did this in college because it was my first time going to like a public school, I started bringing a physical Bible in my backpack with me everywhere. And I loved that. But what I've started to do now is like, and even in work, at work, like in the prayer room and stuff, like I like bringing my physical Bible and journal with me everywhere. Because one, it's easier for me to do. Like it's easier for me to spend time with God if I have my Bible and journal with me, something to like help me focus. Um, But two, like it's a reminder. Like, oh, I got to do that today. I have to spend time with the Lord today. It's It's like if you showed up to like work, but you didn't have the tools to get the job done. Oh, and going back to that last thing about setting specific time aside, like have you guys ever made uh, time, like, oh, made, words are coming out of my mouth. Have you guys ever made, tried to make plans with a friend, and you're like, oh, yeah, we'll hang out sometime, but then it just doesn't happen, because you don't put, like, a specific time? That happens to me all the time. If I'm tr- actually trying to hang out with somebody, I'm like, hey, 
Wednesday morning, what are you doing? That's when I actually hang out with them. So that's the example I wanted to say for setting specific time aside. But going back to your Bible and journal, like you can't get a job done if you don't have the right tools. Like you can't show up to your job or show up to your school without your binder or your piece of paper or your pencil. You can't show up to work one day. Like maybe you're a plumber and you show up and you don't have like your wrench. I don't know. Like whatever it is. I'm not a plumber. Like whatever it is. Like you can't get the job done if you don't have the right tools. And like... When you're bringing your Bible and journal with you, you can't actually spend time with the Lord unless you have your Bible or journal. Eli, you wash windows with your dad, right? You can't get the job done if you don't have, like, your squeegee thing with you. No, you can't. It's important. Like, if you're wanting to spend time with God, you have to be intentional about setting yourself up for success. Um, you have to keep your Bible with you in your backpack at school and your journal. It's, if you go to public school and you're worried about it, like, I'm not saying you have to throw it in everyone's face and be like, wham, this is my Bible. You can if you want, but, like, yeah, pretty much. The point is, like, just keep it with you. Like, it's, it's, it's a good reminder for you to actually spend time with God. And the third and most important yet hardest thing is to stick with it. You have to be intentional about sticking with it. After you're intentional about spending time with God and after you're intentional about keeping your Bible and your journal with you and bringing the tools with you to set yourself up for success, you have to be intentional about sticking with it. And sometimes that'll be easy. Sometimes, like I was talking about my conversation with a student earlier this week about their camp high after, you know, going to camp, having this experience with the Lord. Like, sometimes you're in a season where it's really, really easy to spend time with God. And that is awesome. Stick with it. Keep doing it. Ride that wave. But sometimes it's going to be really, really hard. Sometimes there are going to be seasons where you're like, I don't want to spend time with God today. I'm a pastor and I have days like that all the time where I'm just like, I'm not in the mood. But what deepens your relationship with the Lord what actually causes you to not just turn to God in easy times, but turn to God in times where there's hard days, what causes you to actually be able to walk through those seasons where you're roughing it, walk through the seasons where you're scared or anxious or worried or, like, or tempted or any of those things, what causes you to actually make it through those seasons is sticking with it through the highs and the lows. You need to be really, really intentional about that. And that starts with setting yourself up for success, with having a good habit, with having all the things with you to do. And this isn't something that I have, like, a way to do it for. But I can talk to you about my life and talk to you about the things I've been through. Um, even the last couple of weeks were really busy for me. I was tired. I was, like, okay, at the, end of my, at the end of my energy rope, I was, like, okay, I'm ready. I'm done. Like, I want to have, like, a whole month off of work or whatever else. But when I spent time with the Lord yesterday morning for the first, like, first actual intentional time in two weeks, it felt like a really warm hug from, like, my oldest friend. I was filled up. I had energy again. I was ready to go. I was ready to speak. I was ready to live my life. Anything that was on my mind that was worrying me, I had given it to the Lord. And even if there was still stuff there, I knew I was going to be okay. But there are going to be seasons where it is really, really hard to even get yourself to move to your prayer space to do it to get yourself to move literally physically to wherever you spend time with God, to your secret place, or mentally, to where you're like, okay, God, I'm ready. And what I want to encourage you guys to do this morning is to stick with it through those times. To push through that really, really hard feeling of, I don't want to spend time with God, but I'm going to do it anyway. And there are going to be days where you mess up. There are going to be plenty of seasons in your life where you don't spend time with God. They're going to be a couple, maybe you'll spend two or three, maybe you're, you're doing fine, you're in a really great season, you spend a ton of time with the Lord all the time, and there's just two or three days where you don't. Get back up. Spend time with God the next day. The Lord isn't 
this vengeful God who holds it against you that you didn't spend time with him Monday. God isn't like, I'm going to get back at you because you didn't spend time with me today. No, the Lord desires your heart. God wants you to run to him. I was reading uh, Proverbs 18 uh, yesterday morning, and there was this verse about running to the Lord as your refuge. And that, that's how I see God. Yes, God has, God has righteous anger and God has all these emotions, but God is your father and he wants to spend time with you. He wants relationship with you. If you're having a hard time hearing the Lord's voice, think about when was the last time you actually just sat and spent time with him? That, that, these last two weeks, I had a hard time hearing God's voice and I wondered why. And that was why yesterday morning when I actually spent time with God for the first time, really in a couple weeks, I like had this outpouring of things I heard from the Lord. And it was literally just because I hadn't spent time with him. It, like, you're not going to get close to a friend or a family member or someone in your life if you're not spending time with them. And it's the same way with God. And I have said similar things and messages throughout my time here, and I will do so till the day I die. But literally, spending time with God is so important. So what I want to do now, um, we're just going to take a few minutes. Feel free to spread out throughout the room. We're going to leave the soaking music on. And just engage with the Lord. And if you don't know what it looks like to actually do that, if this whole time I've talked about spending time with God and being intentional and all this stuff, if you're like, okay, but Luke, I don't even, what do I even do? What do I even say? There are two verses that come to mind. The first is that verse, Matthew 6, 6, where it says, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who's in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Literally just get alone with God. That's the first thing. Whether it's a place in your house, whether it's a place in your backyard, whether it's a place a couple minutes away from your house, maybe you're going to walk, whatever, maybe it's a prayer room, whatever it is, find a place where you can get alone with the Lord. So that's what we're going to do in a second. You're going to spread out and find a place in this room where you're not distracted. But the second thing, and this is in Philippians 4, maybe, um, is about praying about all things. It's about, yeah, it is Philippians 4, nice. Um, It's about praying about all things. God wants to hear about everything in your life, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's fun, whether it's scary, whether it makes you angry, whether it makes you happy. God wants to hear about those things. God wants to be your refuge. He wants to be the one that you run to in those times. So one, get alone with God, but then two, open up your heart to him. It says in Philippians 4 to pray about all things. Pray about everything. Give him your life. Process your emotions with him. Um, I was talking with someone last week. I was like, yeah, like, I feel like I have all these emotions I haven't processed lately. And literally yesterday morning, I was like, oh, yeah, because I haven't processed them with the Lord. Like, it's so easy and simple, and it felt like a slap in the face in a good way yesterday when I was like, I need to do this. But sometimes those really easy, simple things are the most important. So I'm going to pray over us, and then feel free to spread out throughout the room, move up there, move over here, move down here, whatever you need to do to actually focus with the Lord and just open up to him. Whatever's on your mind, say, God, I'm worried about this time I have to spend with my family next week. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm scared. God, I'm so excited for this vacation. Would you protect us? God, I have this summer camp, and I can't wait for it. Would you move in my life? Whatever it is, whatever you have, pray about it. Give it to God. So, Jesus, I I thank you, Lord, just for the opportunity to speak to these students this morning, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that they will hear whatever you have for them over these next couple minutes of prayer, God. I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen myself and strengthen us to be so much more intentional about the time we spend with you over this summer.
Hope you guys got a ton out of that message. I know I did. If you want to connect with us here at The Rock Youth, follow us on Instagram at The Rock Church YTH. Subscribe to us on YouTube or Spotify by searching The Rock YTH or text The Rock Youth MS or The Rock Youth HS to 33222 for texting updates on everything going on at The Rock Youth. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast feed. See you next time.